Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. The tendency for an all or nothing mentality. It's human nature. I've seen it time and time again in my six years working with clients, the all or nothing mentality. If I can't do all the exercise, then I might as well do none. If I can't eat perfectly, I might as well do the complete opposite. If I'm injured and can't do my usual plan, I might as well stop altogether. If I can't do all my meal prep on Sunday, then I might as well just eat takeaway. If I miss one session, I might as well skip the rest of the week. If other things in my life get busy and I can't do as much as I was before, I might as well give up. Sounds pretty silly when you say it out loud. But if you've ever noticed yourself doing this with regards to your health and fitness goals, you're not alone. I want to advocate for some moderation today by talking about two extremes I've observed. For the most part, I see two types of fitness clients, those who do too much and ultimately burn out and those who do too little and get frustrated. One of the biggest misconceptions I deal with with women who have fat loss goals is how much training they need to do. They've struggled to commit long-term to the level of exercise they've been told to do in the past or even previously gotten results with. They now believe that overtraining, particularly cardio, is the only way to get results. I then tell them to prioritize a strength training program two to three times per week with cardio, inverted commas, as an added extra if they have time. And they decide that doesn't sound like enough based on their past experiences. You know, the ones they failed to maintain. It's true that in order to increase fitness and strength, there's a certain amount of overreaching, aka work, to be done. But the element that habitual overtrainers fail to consider is recovery. It's not during your hard workout that you get stronger, fitter, faster. It's between workouts that that progress occurs. When you work out and you work out hard, your cells are breaking down and the dead cells are dropping off muscle, connective tissue, organs. These cells need a chance to rebuild. If you're smashing yourself with long workouts most days of the week with minimal rest between, you don't experience the positive training adaptations and the chance to rebuild. People usually don't realize they've overtrained until it's too late because they feel really good at the time until they end up fatigued, unmotivated, sick or injured, or all of the above. I have seen clients who drop back their strength training, prioritize prioritize doing more impact cardio and lost weight, which they count as a win, only to discover that they actually lost some muscle mass. As the next time we put them under the bar, they couldn't lift the same as a month ago. This is not a positive health outcome. The literature clearly supports the link between long-term health and higher levels of muscle mass or lean tissue. 
Worst case scenario is women who habitually overtrain and undereat can suffer from low energy availability, resulting in a disrupted menstrual cycle, absence of period, and ultimately loss of bone density. Enough of the scary stuff. The other side of the coin is people not doing enough consistent training to get results. Every week, some people seem to have a reason or multiple reasons to put their stated goals on hold, not show up, and they declare they'll start again next week when things settle down. Things never settle down. This is not a no time for fitness problem. It's a time management and prioritization problem. Does that mean your goals aren't achievable? Not at all. It means setting realistic targets for what sessions you can do and structuring your sessions for maximum impact during the small amounts of time you may have available to train each week. Some training is better than none, but the key becomes the what when you can't just throw hours of exercise at your goals and hope for the best. This means looking at the intensity and exercise selection particularly. This will differ from person to person, depending on their current level of fitness and skills, ranging from big effective body weight exercises, such as what we see in Metafit, to metabolic resistance circuits like Metapower, to progressing to barbell training where we can produce the desired effect in less hours per week under the bar. There's a range of training volume required per muscle group per week that is shown to get best results in beginner, intermediate and advanced trainers. I structure my clients' training plans on an individual basis to account for this, taking into account the time available to train and their training experience. Even if they can only attend two sessions per week, we can build that into their plan. The problem is train sporadically or keep missing sessions and your body simply isn't getting the work required to see results. This isn't a how many calories did you burn each week scenario. This is a muscle growth and strength based scenario. And yes, this applies to those of you who want to be toned. From a beginner level, I see best results from one strength-based session and two hit sessions consistently over a period of six to eight weeks. Progressing on from that, we'd look at increasing training volume to look something like two strength sessions, one to two hit sessions, time permitting, with recovery between. The more advanced trainer is going to need to prioritize their barbell work in strength sessions, but depending on the goals, we would adjust the ratio of strength work to hit training from training block to training block. In a nutshell, you'll need longer than you think to being consistent to see results by spring. Be realistic about how much time you have to train each week and work back from there on volume and intensity and the type of training you're doing. If all of this sounds complicated, let me break it down for you. It's what I do. Email me at coach at fitaf.com.au to inquire about in-person and remote training options. Stop the all or nothing mentality once and for all. Start training in a way you'll stick with to get long-term results. 